Sometimes in my journeys across the internet, I come across stone cold truth. You know truth when you see it, Maxwell? Yeah, I've, I've been in that situation before. Like whenever you go jean shopping or something, you try on a pair of jeans and you're like, you're like, dang, these jeans, these are good. You know what I mean? Like you're looking at your lower back in the mirror. (laughs) You mean your butt? (laughs) Your butt. And you're like, these don't make my butt look big. Hey, these make my butt look like a normal butt. Yeah. Not like a a stupid butt. I don't have homeschooler butt with these jeans. (laughs) And that's all that counts. That's all that counts. So yeah. I, I, I found this story. Uh, it's called, <laughs> the name of this article is Man from Wyoming traveled 163,000 light years from Earth with an alien named Ozio One. Ozio? Ozo. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's Ozo. It's A-U-S-S-O and then one. And why is the alien using our number system? Yeah. Well, maybe it was like Juan. Was this a mushroom trip or like a, a coke <laughs> a me- trip? Was it a now, Mexican alien? It may have been a Mexican. Now, wait. The, the, the drawing he did of this alien. Okay, so. Uh, right, let me clear this up. Let me clear this up. Are we talking about extraterrestrials? We're talking about. We're talking about we're, illegals. We're talking uh, Mexicans that travel 163,000 light years from Earth. Wow. Named name Ozzo One. No, this, this, this guy, he found an alien in the woods. This is his story. Ready? While hunting a deer, a man from Wyoming met an alien who had come to Earth also to hunt deer. Period. I guess it's just the place. Earth is the place to hunt deer. The he alien was hunting deer and the alien also came to the Earth. The alien was hunting deer. End of sentence. I already love it. Got it. The alien drugged the hunter, then took him to his planet. Period. That's it? No, there's a lot. No more. backstory. So, no. so, 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 this is the whole story. You ready? You ready for this, Max? This is a roller coaster. On right. October 25th right. in 1974, 41 year old Carl Higgin worked in the oil industry, just like you, Max. Oh boy. He went hunting for a weekend uh, to the Medicine Bow National Forest in Carbon County, Wyoming. Okay. And he, he wrote a book about his, his about his experience. It's called. Alien Abduction of the Wyoming Hunter. First person story of Carl Higgins. Uh, Higgins I can imagine it's going to be good. Higgins' wife, uh, Marjorie, wrote that he was an experienced hunter but had not yet been to such a forest. It turned out to be a remote and un- uninhabited area with no signs of human presence. Okay. Higgins visited this. He visited the forest by car, but the road was not very good. So he walked over a small forested hill. When he was on the other side of the hill, he immediately be- he immediately came across a herd of deer, one of which was a large male with branched antlers. This sounds like a children's book. Yeah. I already love it. It's just the way he writes it. This is his wife writing, I think. Let me describe this man. Imagine the most rugged diehard rugged looking cowboy man. Okay. Like fresh All off right. the trail, but he's in a wood paneled house on a couch with a wife beater, and he's got a really low V neck, and he's got a he's got a fantastic hairy chest. Higgin was so about, this happened in the eighties, right? In the seventies, I think seventy five. It said no seventies. Yeah, seventy four. Okay. Yeah. 
So Hagen was about to shoot the deer when something very strange happened. He aimed, fired, but suddenly the shot was completely silent and the rifle did not recoil. And then Higgin, his gun didn't jam. Higgin watched in amazement as the bullet from his rifle flew ahead in very slow motion. Did Hagen partake? Did Hagen partake in uh, drugs? I think it is very possible that he took some drugs. This was the seventies. Uh, oh, okay. At such a slow, slow pace, the bullet flew only a few meters and then sharply fell to the ground, as if it had hit something invisible. And when the hunter looked at this and wondered, he noticed that the whole atmosphere around him had become tense, as if filled with static electricity. Hagen went to, went to the bullet to pick it up and saw that it was flattened, as if it had hit something very strong. The deer had already fled by that time, but Hagen was not alone there. He heard a noise of branches crunching, and when he looked to the right, in the shade of the trees, he saw a human figure. And the drawing, imagine a guy in like a ninja outfit, tight ninja outfit. Yeah. He's got like, uh, I don't know, harnesses. But harnesses. Harnesses. He doesn't have hands. One, one arm ends in a long knife and the other <laughs> arm just ends without a hand. And the thing's face looks like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> this is the Are you looking at a picture Joshua. of it right now? <laughs> that is Butthead. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this thing. I screenshot it. I'm gonna post it on the Discord so Max can see and react to it too. What it is? <laughs> it's totally, it's totally Butthead. And it, it looks like Ant Man mixed with Butthead. Ant-Man butthead, man. So, Looks like uh, he's floating, too. Yeah, he is floating a little bit in the picture. And I like how they, they also had the deer back there. Yeah. Yeah. The deer. The okay. figure uh, was the size of a tall man and wore a tight black jumpsuit, similar to a diving suit. He wore a pair of seat belts. A, seat <laughs> a metal belts. belt with a yellow star decorated at his waist. Despite being human, the creature's head was not at all human. <laughs> he had no ears. His eyes were small and deep set. His mouth was an open slit from which three large teeth were visible and two short antennae grew from his forehead. The hair on the creature's head was like straw and stood straight up. The creature did not seem to have a neck at all. An eerie head sat directly on its shoulders, merging with the body. I don't know. This picture looks like there's a big neck. <laughs> I see the neck in the picture. I see a big neck. The The guy drawed himself. I don't know who drew that picture, but they were clearly thinking Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) Um, The arms were very long, while one arm had something like a chisel instead of a wrist, and the other had no wrist at all. The strange entity looked at Higgin for a few moments and then took a few steps toward him and asked him in English, Oh, how are you? The stunned Higgin answered, (laughs) Okay, after a couple of seconds. The creature nodded and then came even closer. It didn't look threatening, then asked if Higgin was hungry. Without waiting for the hunter's response, the creature pulled out a plastic bag from somewhere and sent it through the air as if using telekinesics. 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 How do you say that word? Telekinesis. Telekinesis toward the hunter. He caught the package, opened it somehow, and found four pills inside. 
Four pills? <laughs> the creature said the pills would keep him full for a day. The hunter pulled one out and swallowed and put the rest in his pocket. Oh. Then the creature... Sounds fired. like mushrooms. Yeah, it sounds like he took pills from a stranger he met in the woods. Oh, no. <laughs> the creature said his name was Ozio One. Ozio One. And pointed to something behind it. Higgins saw a transparent cube-shaped object that looked like a large box-shaped spaceship. He saw no entrance, no windows, no landing gear. The spaceship just stood on the ground. Interesting. Ozio asked Higgin if he wanted to take a ride. Before the hunter could answer, he somehow was ended up inside the spaceship as if he was teleported there. He did not understand how he fit in that tiny space, but he was immediately seized by panic when he saw his arms and legs were tied in some kind of ribbon. When he calmed down a little... Was it seatbelts? It was probably them seatbelts, yeah. When he calmed down a little, he a kind of force field in which five deer were floating. Man, this is a typo. They were frozen, and he was sure they were the same deer he had seen in the clearing. Then he saw another creature from Ozio's race in the spaceship. The creature is this beavis. The creature approached the hunter and put a helmet on his head, and the ship took off. Uh, Higgin could see through the transparent walls as they went up where his car was at the bottom of the hill, they flew higher and reached Earth's orbit. Then they flew into deep space around 163,000 light years away from Earth. They ended up on a new planet where the ship approached a huge tower. Around the tower, many colored lights were revolving like powerful searchlights. They were so bright that he could not open his eyes. What happened next, he hardly remembers. At some point, he saw a group of, a group of people outside, but did not understand why they were there or who they were. And then, Ozio told him that his race regularly flew to Earth for hunting. Then the hunter was placed in a room where he was scanned by a device. Ozio said the hunter was not suitable for their purpose. <laughs> you are not suitable for our purpose. <laughs> and they would bring him back home. They were on Earth as quickly as they flew away from it. Before releasing him, Ozio took the package from pills with him. <laughs> he took him away his pills. Oh. And then wanted to take his gun. You've had enough but said that he was forbidden to do so. After that, the alien disappeared, and Higgin found himself in the forest, completely disoriented and frightened. He wandered around until he somehow found some kind of transport, and in some time he realized it was his car. With the help of the radio, he gave a distress signal and then sat in the car and shivered, waiting for help. When the search party reached him, it turned out his car was parked at the bottom of a deep forest canyon five miles away from where he left it. There were no roads nearby, and there were no tire tracks in the gorge, so this fact was already a good proof of his words. Uh, he did not immediately recognize his wife from the stress he had endured. Later, it turned out that in that area, on the eve of the abduction of the hunter, other people saw strange lights in the sky. When Higgin was found, he was so confused he had little to say. He only kept repeating about the bullet, which flattened out when struck against something invisible. Most of his memories were obtained through regressive hypnosis. Then a medical examination of the hunter was carried out. It turned out the scars from his long-term tuberculosis disappeared from his lungs, and stones from which he had suffered from a long time disappeared from his kidneys. You mean he passed kidney stones? He passed a bunch of kidney stones out in the woods. A flattened bullet was uh. found in the pocket of his jacket, and the research showed that it could only get some a damage from a very hard surface. 
A rock. Harder than wood or stone. Oh. What's harder than stone? An iron bar. Stone. Steel? <laughs> a car? <laughs> a car? <laughs> Later, Higgin was uh, repeatedly called a fraud who supposedly invented all this to become famous. But at, but at least the strange fact of finding his car in the place where it should not have been, according to the laws of physics, show that his story was real. What? They're saying, According to the laws of physics. Yeah. What do you mean his car couldn't be there? It says his car could not there have no tire tracks. gone down in the gorge. Are you sure? There were no tire tracks, Josh. No tire tracks, and it was in the gorge. It's hard to get down there. Who tracked this car? Aragon? Probably. This is in the 70s, so. Aragon, like, licks the dirt, and he could just, he could see in a, Josh. In a blurry 30 <laughs> FPS vision where the car driving down. <laughs> Into the gorge. <laughs> in the seventies, in the seventies, everybody was Aragon, Josh. I believe this is a normal thing. Here's what I think actually happened. This guy what? was Obviously. suffering from kidney stones. Okay. He had him bad. Okay. He's always going out into the woods to where nobody could hear his screams. Yeah, and he's a man's man. And he knows he can't pass these kidney stones at home or else his yeah. wife will hear him cry. Yeah. So he says, Honey, I'm gonna go out in the woods and gonna go hunt. He, he doesn't tell her that he's going to go and pee in the woods and scream for several hours. <laughs> so, acceptable, I guess. He's on the way out there and he's like, you know what? I, I have some hippie buddies that can give me some acid, maybe dull the pain of these kidney stones I have to pass. So he takes some pills from his friends and he has a massive acid trip as he's passing kidney stones. Yeah. And that's what I think happened. I suppose it'd be the. That's probably. I suppose that would be the best way to pass a kidney stone, though. Yes, but here is the most disturbing part about the story, Maxwell. Beavis what? and Butthead was created in the '90s. This story and that picture was drawn in the '70s, and the newest what? version of Beavis and Butthead, there is a space Butthead and a space Beavis that go around. Kidnapping. I remember people. that. I saw that. I think this guy ran into the real life space Beavis. So then, where's Butthead? He was. He was in the. He was in the cube. He was in the cube. He said there was. There was two of them. Butthead was in the cube. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if it was a cube in the. Uh, I said another another creature. Yeah, another one. The same race. Curious. Very curious. Mm, yes, curious. Yes. <laughs> Very intelligent. Somewhere about it. Butthead. Butthead. Watch this. Thank you, Smart Beavis. Yo. I've got a deer. Clay Yo. has arrived. Clay. Sorry, I've, I fell asleep. Oh, that's okay. That that's makes, right, that makes for the best podcast material. Now, I just shared an important story here. A man was abducted by aliens in the 70s, and he described basically uh, Beavis from Beavis and Butthead kidnapping him and giving him pills. Beavis was wearing seatbelts, <laughs> and he said, here, take these pills. Was the man like terrified? Yeah. So at first he wasn't sure. Uh, so the, the the at first he he goes out to hunt deer, right? And he shoots his gun, yeah. and the bullet goes real slow and hits something solid and just kind of flattens. He's like, "What?" He walks to go check it out, and he sees the Beavis alien walking toward him. And the Beavis alien says, "Hello, how are you?" And he says, "I'm okay." <laughs> and he says, "Are you hungry?" And he like floats this bag to him and he opens the bag and he says there are four pills inside. And the Beavis alien says, 
he just wanted to fill you for a whole day. And then he basically kidnaps him and takes him to the planet and then says, turns out you're not, you're not, uh, you're not right for our purposes and sends him right back home. I failed the test. He failed the butthead test. Let me guess. I'm imagining like it's butthead and he's just like, uh, are you in charge around here? I posted a picture of what go, he go drew. To the, go to the Look at the bro chat. I posted the picture. Oh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Beavis and Butthead yeah. was created by Mike Judge in the 90s. This guy drew this picture and met this thing oh, in the okay. 70s. It predates. Predates. So it tracks. It's all accurate. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Oh. The aliens, prophecy. Aliens are real, yo. I want to believe. Take me home, country roads. Missouri rule change would allow senators to challenge each other to a duel. Yeah, we, we should bring awesome. that back. We should bring that back. Wait, what kind of duel? Yeah. Like pistols? A member of the Missouri, Missouri Senate has proposed a rule change that, if passed, would allow senators to challenge each other to a duel. Senator Nick Schuer put a motion to the state Senate to adopt a rule changing, allowing state politicians to settle grievances through physicality. <laughs> His proposed amendment was posted on X, formerly Twitter, mind you. They have to keep saying formerly Twitter. They keep saying that. Just, we all know what it is. The news people are still butt sore. It. You guys are awful. It's still Twitter in my heart. I know. I can't, I can't not call it Twitter. Just call it one or the other. Don't, oh, yeah, say, don't, don't do this formally stuff. Just if say I see Twitter a post X. on X, I call it a tweet. You can't change my mind unless you like yeah. heavily brainwash me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say, "Hey, I just axed." Yeah, doesn't sound yeah. good. Oh yeah, and I realized something about Twitter recently. Yeah. Okay, so Twitter, they bought Vine back in like way back when. Yeah. yeah. And Elon owns Twitter now. Yeah. He can bring back Vine. Yeah. He could. And we talked about it on the podcast before. We said he's going to bring it back. And he has. Well, I don't think he would, though. No, I think he wants everything to be on X. Yeah. He's he probably wants... going to revive it in X. Do you know you, you can do phone calls now on Twitter? Can you? It's only yes. between wow. like blue subscribers. Oh, for well, not me. Blue subscribers. No, sorry. I have not updated the app. Free. Yeah. <laughs> it's still Twitter on my phone. Yeah. Awesome. What? That's ancient play. Okay, the tweet on X, formerly Twitter, it is read, if a Senate's honor is impugned by another senator to the point that it is beyond repair, and in order for the offended senator to gain satisfaction, such senator may rectify the perceived insult to the Senate's honor by challenging the offending senator to a duel. Wow. So what? So uh, scroll back up there, Josh. The word, the language he used was, um, if a senator's honor is impunged, impunged to the point where it's beyond repair, beyond so, repair. So what is beyond repair? Like he called me fat. He brought his mother. Into the he brought his mom to the courthouse and said, mom, oh. describe him. Fat. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is beyond repair. Nothing can fix that situation. The trusted representative, known as the second of the offended senator, shall send a written challenge to the offending senator. The two senators shall agree to the terms of the duel. You're just explaining us how a duel works, man. Yeah. We all know. So this is just a proposed thing. This isn't going to pass. This is some guy said, wouldn't it be funny if I... So th this is a joke. Whoever did this, 
in Missouri, yeah. the senator, they proposed this as a joke. They know it's not going to pass. Oh, but it'd be cool if it did. Yeah. Like it was, it was a slow news week. Maybe this guy got in a little bit of trouble and is like, "Hey, look at this funny duel thing." Yeah, he's, no, it's he's, real. He's tricking or maybe, us. Or maybe they think they can slip it in because you know it's it's election year. It's gonna get a little hot. You know, they might be able to uh, slip this through the door. You think Joe Biden can defend himself right. against a butterfly? <laughs> Wait, he has to go to where is this? Missouri. Oh, just in Missouri. Just in Missouri. And only for senators. Yeah. So I'm going to like... Yeah, but why wouldn't we bring back duels? I mean, we have MMA fights. Where's our senator fights? Yeah, I want oh, senator that'd be fight. awesome. Senator fight. You know, like the presidential debates? Yeah, why not? Beating the crap out of each other. I mean, just... I mean, it makes like sense. Like really big, ridiculous yeah. hand gloves. Just absolutely monstrous. And you like, know, to where they don't get hurt too bad. So much but extra they can protection still throw, like on their head and face. They can throw a punch. Yeah, they have the helmets. Like give them pool noodles or something. Give them pool no noodles. Give them knee knee guards. Give them diapers. Uh, does, you don't know. So, so does article go on to uh, state what the result of a duel should be? Is it the death of one of them, or is it just still someone says uncle? <laughs> the duel should take place in the well of the Senate at the hour of high noon <laughs> on the date agreed to the parties to the duel. Oh man, <laughs> that's all it says. It doesn't say like. So it's better. Involved. I guess they're just saying you agree whatever the the terms of the duel are, either it be yeah, death yeah, or not. You have to agree to the duel. You got to agree to the. So duel. if we if we agree to fight with pest dispensers shooting pests at each other, we got to agree to that. But if I if if I say we're using kitchen knives, <laughs> then, you, then you can say no, nah, I'm not going to be involved because in they're going to say no. So you got to make it something reasonable. I think it should be like the slap fights. That yeah. would be great. Awesome slap fight. 